when we started Red Wolf Imports, we wanted to curate a portfolio of wines from underrepresented regions that would appeal to, as Lauren said, the next generation fine wine drinker. So in many cases, that is a younger wine drinker. And as part of our business plan, we wanted to offer unique events to get that wine drinker interested. So lucky for me, I have a friend who's an event planner. So early on in the business, we sat down with her, her name's Tara, and um, we're trying to brainstorm with her. Tara said, great, let's start in the beginning. Who do you know in the industry? Who are you connected with? Who can you reach out to now as an event partner? Well, the answer was kind of no one. I was a physical therapist for nine years. So I was excited. I thought, great, let's go out to dinner every night from now on. We'll get to know people in the industry. Uh, my partner didn't think that was the best uh, financial plan. So we um, needed a low-cost way to make connections in the industry. And social media gave us direct access to people in the industry who are looking to connect. So for Red Wolf, this was certainly important. We're new to the industry. Many of you probably aren't, but maybe you're looking to get into a new market segment, a new, a new territory. Or maybe you're just trying to target different customers in your, in your current territory. Um, or maybe you just want to be able to support your current customers, promote them, promote events that you do. Social media can do all of that. And I will be honest before we get into this, I'm not a social media expert. I'm not a social media natural. Um, I was probably one of the last of my friends to get a smartphone. Um, and when I got that smartphone, all I did with it was check my Gmail, check the weather, and play fantasy football. Uh, because as you saw in my photo, I am a New York Jets fan. I don't know how many New Yorkers are here, but uh, sometimes you need a little something else to root for during the football season. So, fantasy football. Um, but I've used social media to help grow my business, and I did that by using it to form in real life relationships, in real life connections. So. I, you, this is a little bit different than like social media marketing for a business. Um, so I'll go over with you today what I did and, and in what ways I was successful. Um, so I followed these three pretty simple key components. First, I had to find the people I was looking to connect with. I had to be able to find them on social media. Then I had to give them a reason to talk to me um, in order to form that relationship. And finally, I had to interact with them because you've got to foster that relationship. So I'll go through those steps with you today. Um, so first, find the people you want to connect with. Who do you want to connect with? Are you looking for customers like retailers, restaurants? Maybe you want to connect with press people, uh, bloggers, or social media influencers, which are uh, people who just have like a massive following on social media so they can help spread your message. Or maybe you actually want to connect directly to, to the consumer because they are the end range customer uh, and consumers are the people who will be repeat customers and can end up being um, like brand advocates for you if, they, if they're really out there supporting your company. So figure out who you want to connect with and then you've got you've to actually find them. So you need to look in the right places. So social media offers different tools that you can use to find the people that you're looking to connect with. Um, I'll talk about three briefly today. One is a hashtag. What is a hashtag? It is kind of silly. It's literally a pound sign connected to a word. But hashtags are integral for communication online. 
think of a hashtag as like how to uh, link a group of people together um, that have a common interest or a way to actually join in on a conversation. Hashtags make what you post visible online to others and what others post to you. So it's a way to find each other, see each other online. Um, two examples of hashtags that are up on the screen. Hashtag wine is extremely broad. So you might get a huge audience if you post something with that hashtag, but it's not focused. So if you're looking for customers in the tri-state area, hashtag wine might get some, but it might also get people across the world. Um, I used a very specific one on the bottom there, hashtag Capital Wine School. Uh, this is a wine education center in Washington, D.C. It's where a lot of people in the industry take their uh, WSET classes. So I actually met a consumer um, using this hashtag who runs a wine tasting group with about 15 to 20 other consumers, and some of whom are actually transitioning into the industry. So just by posting that hashtag, we found each other, and then she invited us to join into that group. Um, other social media tools that you can use to find people online are uh, location tags. So for example, when I posted a few things um, today, I tagged either the pavilion or at least Manhattan. Um, I actually found a social media influencer uh, doing just this. There's a gentleman in DC who's a wine blogger. He's got about 30,000 Instagram followers, I think 10,000 Twitter followers, so a lot bigger than I am. Um, he pinned that he was in Washington, DC. We connected and went out for drinks. And what's nice about having him as an in real life friend and in real life relationship is that he'll come to an event that I'm hosting, post about it, or promote that event, and now all of a sudden I've got a much bigger audience. Um, final, I guess, more strategy that I've used to find people in real life on social media are just the actual tools that each app provides you. So this is always changing because it's technology-based, algorithm-based, but the apps will suggest who you should follow and also show you who your connections follow. So I actually... Um, met the Washington Post wine writer this way. He, uh, I, I realized through Facebook, was friends with someone that, that I knew. Um, so when I reached out to him, I had that personal connection to link in there. Hey, we have a mutual friend. Um, I ended up dropping a sample of wine to him. He reviewed it. He published an article in the Post. And he's since come back to me and asked for more samples. So um, you can definitely find connections that way. All right. So we found the people we wanted to connect with. Now we have to give them a reason to talk to us. So how you do that is, is with the content that you actually post online. What is content? It might be a photograph. It might be a video. Um, maybe you're really brave and you do live streaming. It's what you're actually posting on a social media platform. And you've also got to choose what platform to use. And this will keep changing. There's a lot of them. Uh, I focus on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and I do a lot of visual posts, videos, uh, photos. And I focus on that visual because, I mean, well, you can see in the photos, I mean, wine imagery is pretty striking, wine country is beautiful, but also it gets your labels out there. So many consumers nowadays just snap a photo of that label and that's how they remember what wine they like, so I like for them to be able to see my labels. Um, Keep in mind with content though, we're I'm talking about social media to form in real life relationships, in real life business relationships. So you wanna post something that's valuable to someone, not just an advertisement. 
obvious, obviously sales are the end goal, um, but you wanna give them a little bit more. So maybe some educational information on one of your wine regions or wine and food pairing ideas. Um, you could do current events like the Northeast when everybody got hit by all those storms. That's a way to bond with people and you know, we're all going through, uh, going through the same experience. So doing a post related to that. Uh, one other type of post that can be very valuable to people is actually a post of you, of your company, maybe of your salespeople, because it makes them uh, relatable, it makes them recognizable, and it can actually make a cold call less cold. I'll talk in a moment about um, a few success stories I've had with actual real-life customers, but picture if you're walking into that sales meeting and the, the buyer, the owner recognizes you, recognizes your company, has heard of your company before, that can definitely help if you're new to the industry or going into a new market. Uh, let's see. Oh, when you post, you do wanna make sure that you're staying on brand, you're truly representing your company. Um, an outsider, if they take a look at one of your pages or your posts, they should have a clue who you are. So if you're representing like high-end wine and spirits, maybe don't put up a whole lot of pictures of your cat on Instagram uh, or on your, or your company's Instagram. So this is um, my page from a few weeks ago. So I have some current events things. You can see the like wine and snow photo. Um, the wine and basketball was during uh, March Madness. Um, and then, oh, I, I used it as well to promote some events. We had winemakers in town, so I went ahead and you know uh, uh, promoted our partners with that too. So the summary is what you're posting is for the people you're trying to connect with. So make sure that you're providing content that's valuable to them and that's getting them wanting to talk to you. Okay. Finally, the third component is um, interacting with these people. So you've found the people you wanted to connect with, that's great. You've given them a reason to talk to you. Now you've got to communicate with them because you have to communicate online just like you do in real life. So how do you do that? Um, it's pretty simple. Comment on the pages and posts of the people you're trying to connect with. Like, uh, like their pages and posts, and then also go ahead and you know, share the things that they're posting too, like promote them, support them. Um, and I, I have had success doing this, and I'll share uh, three stories with you. Uh, the first was just with um, a local wine bar in DC. Our wholesaler landed the, the meeting for us. We poured wines for the owner. She selected a wine for her list, great. And then she says, hey, thank you guys for, um, for supporting us on social media, for liking my Instagram posts. None of my other suppliers do that. She's still a customer of, of ours. Um, you know, it's one of these little wine bars. The list is constantly changing. One of her wines has always been on there. And when I started this talk, I, I referenced not having event partners. She's definitely someone that I'm comfortable going to. And we just did a really fun uh, winemaker like flight and bite type happy hour there. Um, second su success story was someone commented on my page and I responded. I had uh, posted a picture of a Pinotage bottle. That was harder to say than I thought it was gonna be. Um, and a gentleman commented on it. I responded, we went back and forth. 
it was just his personal Instagram. I didn't know who he was. Well, it turns out he was the wine buyer at one of DC's most respected shops. He actually scheduled a sales call on my, on my post. I just went back and looked at it the other day. It's still there. And he's like, yep, come by on Wednesday between two and three. Um, he's still a customer of ours. He buys additional SKUs when we've brought in new products. And I mean, he's a, he's, he hand sells our wine because we have that personal relationship now. Um, and then last story that I'll share with you is uh, about a large hot restaurant that was going to be opening in DC. I think it opened last, maybe last summer or maybe it was the fall. Uh, it was in our convention center area. So this is an area in DC where both um, locals will go, but also tourists because the convention center's there. And this restaurant was going to be physically large, which isn't necessarily common in DC. So everyone's trying to get this account. And it definitely took some good old persistent, you know, follow-up, phone call, phone call, phone call. But we eventually got the, uh, got the sales call, rather. And um, then the buyer selected one of our wines by the glass. Awesome. She finishes and she says, you know, I don't remember why I took this meeting. I'm, I'm glad I did, but why, where have I heard of you? Why have I heard of Red Wolf Imports? Well, she was running their social media before the restaurant opened, and I just went on there and liked her posts, commented on it, shared some of her posts. So, um, this, this, whoops, whoops. This does work, this can work, but it does take some work. So who's gonna do the work? Who's gonna get on there and do this interaction? If you're the one trying to grow your company, which for me, I was, it probably should be you, or at least someone that you trust to represent you online, uh, to look for connections that need to be recognized, and to maybe draw you in when, when you actually do need to be the one doing the communication. Um, this can be kind of a time suck, so you do have to set rules and limitations. So just like with any other growth plan, you'll have to write it into your business plan, set goals, review and revise those goals, and make sure you use your time wisely. Um, things I do, I usually schedule my posts out ahead of time, so I've got a calendar and then they automatically will post. Um, and then I might just do interaction kind of during my day. So while I'm having my morning coffee, maybe I get on my Instagram and, and do some interaction. Uh, when I'm in transit, like on my Amtrak train um, up here, I might go on Twitter for a little bit. And then um, in the evening when my husband's washing the dishes after I've cooked him a delicious dinner, maybe I'll go on Facebook and do a little bit of interaction then. So you can kind of work it into your day that way. Um, so this is what I did. When we started, we were new to the industry. We didn't know anybody. Social media helped us tremendously as a new company. It helped us to make connections. It helped us to land new accounts, make sales. Um, it was definitely one of the positive attributes our uh, wholesaler looked at when we started working with them. And they have actually since grown since taking on our products. Um, so just in summary, what I did, I just found the people that I wanted to connect with using those social media tools. Then I gave them a reason to talk to me by posting content that's valuable for them. And then finally, I just interact with them because you have to communicate online just like you do in real life. 
Um, so now that portfolio, that small portfolio of you know, underrepresented wines, it's succeeding, it's selling, our suppliers are happy, our customers are happy, um, and we're generating an audience of people who are excited about these wines. So be sure to follow at Red Wolf Imports on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And that's all I've got. <laughs> oh, keep it, okay. <laughs> Hi, JP. Thank you. Um, thank you so much, Alyssa. Do we do you want to do a few questions? or? Yeah. We have time for just like one or two questions, if anybody has them. In the front. Sorry. Can we get the... I can, I can go back over there. You got oh. it. Or we can. We'll just both stand right here. Um, for me, Instagram, and, and that was what I talked about with the, with the wine labels, um, that visual imagery, Instagram just kind of lends yourself right to that. Um, some folks, if you're posting more like text-based things, Twitter or Facebook is a better mechanism because you, you can only do captions on Instagram. You can't like plant a link in your post. So it will depend on what you're posting. If you really want to do videos, then you might do more something like YouTube um, or Facebook where you're not so limited on time too. Yeah. We have time for one more. So there's one more question anywhere. You can also come find Alyssa. Uh, oh, there's behind the column. Hello. <laughs> Hi. What are some of the pitfalls, pitfalls? in social media? Huh. I think the, uh, that it can turn into a drain on time is definitely one. And that you do need to put time into it, but it, has, it can't be the only thing that you're doing. Um, so that can be one, and sometimes all of a sudden you're like, oh, whoa, I've been on Instagram for 45 minutes. That's maybe not what I'm doing. Um, so that would be one. I, it's actually been a pretty positive uh, community, at least the wine community on social media. Um, and that was something I didn't expect. I can be a little um, sensitive to you know criti criticism, that kind of thing. And I really haven't come across that. And that's been really cool, and I, I have I've made a lot of friends in the industry now that aren't just business partners, but are actual friends too. Yeah. Thank you so much, Alyssa. Thank you.